The following is a sermon from Pastor Timothy Borman and Sure Foundation, a church located in Woodside, Queens, New York, the world's most diverse community. For more information and for more audio content, go to sure-foundation.org. He is risen. Hallelujah. I love being pastor of this church, and I love being pastor of this church on Easter Sunday. This, this is a great day, and a pastor only gets to do this a few times throughout his ministry, and so thank you for, for letting me do that. One more time. He is risen. Hallelujah. Our sermon this morning is based on our lesson from Isaiah chapter 25. And if you're with us at home and, and you're, you have a Bible in front of you, that's going to be helpful. We're going to really be focusing in on our tear-wiping God this morning from Isaiah chapter 25. And if you're with us here um, in person, you can follow along right on the sheets in front of you. This is a, this is a lesson from Isaiah chapter 25. We're going to be looking at verses 6 to 9. On this mountain, the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich food for all peoples, a banquet of aged wine, the best of meats and the finest of wines. On this mountain, he will destroy the shroud that enfolds all peoples, the sheet that covers all nations. He will swallow up death forever. The sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from all faces. He will remove his people's disgrace from all the earth. The Lord has spoken. In that day they will say, Surely this is our God. We trusted in him, and he saved us. This is the Lord. We trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. This is the word of the Lord. Tears, if you really think about them, tears are a funny thing. They're, they're, they're a mysterious thing. Sometimes they're easy to explain, like physiologically. They call them basal tears. Imagine yourself for a second up on a, on a high mountain, and it's cold, like cold as ice. And it's not only cold, the wind is biting in your eyes. So you know what you do? You cry. You, you, you tear up because your eyes need to lubricate themselves. We, we get that. We understand that. Or, or how many of you are, are contact wearers? If, you're, if you wear contacts, you're going to get this. Where you, you, you take the contact and you try to clean it off good with the solution. But there's sometimes there's like a little piece of dust. And you stick it in your eye and you, you got to get that. I mean, you got to get that contact. Out, is, out of your eye, just as quick as can be, and your eyes, they just start, they start running. Like, these are the tears that we can understand. It's the emotional tears that, that the scientists just don't get. If you really think about it, no other emotion besides sadness and loss is, is connected with a physical response. Like, like, wouldn't it be weird if you got really, like, stinking mad 
And all of a sudden, this weird bodily fluid started coming out of your elbow. No, no, no other emotion, bitterness, no other emotion has a physical response. But, but when you get sad, a weird thing happens. And nobody knows why, or, but these little drops of water start to form in the corner of your eyes and they take this giant slalom run down your cheek. And the scientists, they don't understand it. They don't, they don't get how like something so spiritual can all of a sudden show up on the outside of your body. Darwin, when, when he thought about tears, he, they were so shrouded in mystery to him that he actually called tears purposeless. Like they, they serve no good purpose, evolutionary. You, how do you say that? According to evolution, at all. Mysterious. Tears are a funny thing. You know, as I thought about Isaiah chapter 25 this morning, there, there was a part of me that, that, that wanted to do with you this morning, God the chef. Oh, man, is he a good chef in here, isn't he? Like he's, he's getting out, he's getting out the finest of meats. And he even becomes this sommelier, and I don't, I don't want to do it too good, but wine, the best of wines he talks about. I, I thought about God, the chef, preparing this amazing meal for us, but we're not going to do it this morning. I also thought about how God is a really good eater in here. Did you notice that? Like, Wow, can he eat? He's, he's eating sheets and shrouds, and he's, he's even eating death itself. Like, what a big gulp that is. But we're not going to do God the eater either. We're going to do something really, really touching and something really personal this morning. And I think really important during a pandemic year, we're going to look at God the tear wiper. And I want to look at that in three ways, according to Isaiah. I want to, first of all, sort of unravel for us the mystery of tears, spiritually speaking, with Isaiah. I want to look at their cause with you. Then I want to look at with you what God does with tears. And then finally, I want to see with you what that all means for us on Easter Sunday. So I want to start with the cause. The cause of tears. The many, the, we, while scientists may not understand the mechanics of it, like, how emotions all of a sudden push out water on our face. Spiritually speaking, it's not that hard for us to get. Why do tears form on our face? And, and there's two D's this morning. The first one is death. Death causes tears. Isaiah, he's beautiful about it. He's, he's, he's poetic. I mean, he's... He's talking about the sheet and the shroud. And I think a lot of people think that, okay, what he's talking about is that sheet that we automatically put over the dead body. And he's talking about the shroud that covers the face of the dead body, but that's not really what he's talking about. You know what he's talking about? He's talking about the mourners. He's talking about the veil that, that people in those days would cover, use to cover their faces so that nobody would see them cry. You know what the modern day equivalent to that is today? Sunglasses. 
I mean, I guess I do this professionally, so I've been to probably a lot more funerals than, than all of you, but um, you can walk into a funeral home in the middle of winter, and it can be 6 p.m. at night. Trust me when I say it. The sun is not causing problems for people's eyes, but you know what they have on? Sunglasses. Do you know why? Of course you do. They don't want you to see them cry. Death causes tears. Sometimes I like country music. There's a country music artist is by the name of Jason Isbell. And I go through these, these funks of listening to country music. Sometimes I listen to country music. You can hate me for it if you want. But there's this country music singer, and he wrote a song for his wife. It, it's got a little bit of a strange name called If We Were Vampires. But it's really a love song. And this is what he wrote. I just want to read you some of the lyrics. It's not the long flowing dress that you're in or the light coming off your skin, the fragile heart you protected for so long or the mercy in your sense of right and wrong. It's not your hands searching slow in the dark or your nails leaving love's watermark. It's not the way you talk me off the roof. Your questions like directions to the truth. It's, it's knowing that this can't go on forever. Likely one of us will spend some days alone, maybe We'll get 40 days together, 40 years together, but one day I'll be gone, or one day you'll be gone. They say that, that when he wrote this song, he knew he had recorded a hit. <laughs> so he said to his wife, sit down, I need to see, sing this song. He tried six times to sing it to her. And each time he'd break down in the middle of it. Because just the idea, just the idea of losing somebody that we love, just the idea that, that the time is coming when maybe Amanda won't be there for me or I won't be there for her, just that idea will, if you let it, the tears will start to fall. That's the cause of tears in our life, death. I think we get that. Isaiah got that. There's another cause of tears that he's got in front of us this morning. It's the other deed. Not only death causes tears in our life, but also disgrace. That's what he talks about, disgrace. And, and this one's harder to get, but maybe, maybe we can get at it a little bit like this. And I'm not going to tell you which one of my daughters did this, but one of my daughters, not, not a little bit ago, did something. She sinned against God and against one of her sisters. And I called her in and I looked her in the face and I said, did you do this? We just looked at each other. And her face said it all. And you know what we both started to do? We cried. I cried for different reasons than she did as a parent. But we cried for the loss of that. Like, I can't believe I did that, right? The loss of, of thinking that we were someone when we really weren't. 
the loss of, of, of knowing that we sinned against holy God, the one who loved us so much. It's a disgrace. And the tears start to fall sometimes. And I think we get those kind of tears too. I mean, these, these, these are the cause of tears, according to Isaiah. The cause of tears spiritually are death and disgrace. And this morning, I want you to know something really deep, deep down, that God treasures these tears. He really does treasure these tears. Like, tears are precious to God. And if you need proof of that, just look at Isaiah chapter 25. I mean, God's going to involve himself with only one bodily fluid. Only one fluid that we kick out of our body. And you know what that bodily fluid is? Tears. He says he's going to wipe them away. God treasures tears. In fact, I love this psalm. There's a psalm, Psalm 56. You can look at this up later. Psalm 56 says this, You keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in a bottle. God bottles tears. You have recorded each one in your book. Think about that. That's a lot of work. Every single one of the tears that have made that, that giant slalom run down your face God has them bottled up. He remembers them. He he treasures them. In fact, God, we call him Father, and and he acts no differently towards our, our tears than any good father would. And you know what a good father does when one of his kids is crying? You know what he does? He's right there, isn't he? It's like the tears are like this dog whistle and it's right there. Tears call out to God and, and he treasures them and he bottles them. But we have to say more on the basis of Isaiah because I don't want you to, I don't want you to get this idea that God is like this, this kind, you know, grandpa, this, this kindly figure in heaven and he's really compassionate, but he's not going to do anything about the tears. Like he'll put his arm around you, but He's not going to fight your battles for you. See, Isaiah wants to put that kind of thinking to rest because not only does the Lord bottle our tears, we learn, but he also wipes them. He wipes them. Now, wiping a tear is an incredibly intimate and, and gentle experience, but it is also, biblically speaking, violent. I mean, think about in the Psalms, when, when a psalmist Ask God to do wiping. What do you think of? You know, one of the things that you can think about is God wiping enemies off the map. When, when God wipes, he destroys. When God wipes, he annihilates. So this is, this is not only gentle, but this is firm. This is violent. This is, this is a strong wiping of tears. And, 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 and that means that he's going to to, as this God who wipes tears, he's going to deal definitively and completely with the things that cause our tears. And that's what he did on Easter. 
didn't he? That, isn't that what he did? He, he dealt definitively and completely with the things that cause our tears. I mean, think about how he dealt with our disgrace. Isaiah put it this way, He will remove our disgrace from all the earth. Don't you see Good Friday in that? You know, I want to I take Jesus' cross and plant it in a hill in your heart so that every single time you, 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 you rain down the tears of this grace that, that you know that Jesus has taken your sin away. That's what I said to my daughter. As we looked at each other and cried, I said to her, I said to her, this is why Jesus died. And our disgrace has been removed. But he's also dealt with that second D, hasn't he? Death. And Isaiah says so. Isaiah says so. He says that, that God became that God became for death what a red robin is for a worm. I've always wanted to see that, where, where God takes death and it's wriggling there, and he just swallows it right down. But death didn't even make him sick. It's not like, like death um, that he puked it back up again because he really couldn't handle death. See, Isaiah says that he swallowed it, not just for a little bit or for three days, he swallowed it definitively and completely. Death has been swallowed up. Do you see what Isaiah said? Forever. Forever. When Jesus walked out of the tomb on the third day, he defeated death. That's what wiping is. Wiping is removing disgrace and it's removing the sting of death forever and ever. He really has annihilated our tears in every single sense of the word. So now we've seen, we've seen now the cause of our tears. We've also seen what God does with our tears. He bottles them, he treasures them, but he also wipes them, okay? And then finally, I want to just talk about what, what, what this can mean for us here on Easter Sunday. And I just have two thoughts for you. The first thing would be this. That Isaiah chapter 25 invites us into an intimate and transparent relationship with God. Now, sometimes, I don't really want to tell you this about me, but I'm going to tell it anyway. You probably could have figured it out over the years too. But on Friday nights, we like to, in our family, we like to watch movies. And we take turns picking movies on Friday night. We look forward to this. And um, sometimes I'll be watching a Pixar film. It's ridiculous stuff, I know. Or a Disney film. And, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the tears start to come out. They do. Even for Disney films. And then, you know what I do when this happens? I, I, I try to hide it. 
I don't want anybody to know. So I, I do one of these things like, oh, I'm tired right now. <laughs> and then you get the little tears wipe. I'll do one of those. I'm giving away my secrets. Or um, or I'll I'll act like I have a little bit of cold, a little bit of a cold. Oh man, I just got a little bit of a cold right now. <laughs> or like that's the point of the movie where I just have to go get a drink in the kitchen. And these are my close, the people closest to me in my life, and I don't want to cry in front of them. Wouldn't that be the point? That to let yourself go and to let the tears come down your face in front of someone means that you have a deep relationship with them. Isn't that true? Isn't that true? And, and Isaiah this morning, he's inviting us into a relationship with God like that. He, he, he pictures it where God, and it's not awkward, you're not hiding at all, but you're, you're standing there in front of God, and God comes up with his big divine thumb, and he's wiping. He's wiping that tear away. And you're good with that. Can we become more intimate and transparent with God? He really does love you. He really does treasure your tears. And when those times come, and the tears come, can you share that with God? That would, that, would be, that would be our first thing that we can think about this morning. Here's the second thing. Isaiah gives it to us this way. He says, let us rejoice and be glad. That's what he says. Like, he sees all of what God has done. He sees the chef. He sees the swallowing. He sees the wiping. And then he says, we knew it. We're not surprised. We trusted in him. We believed his word. And, and lo and behold, he did it. Because that's who he is. That's us this morning. There were hard days. There, sometimes it's hard to believe. Sometimes we wonder, God, are you going to save us? But... But today is not one of those days. Today is one of the days when we say we knew it the whole time. Deep down, we knew it the whole time. So let us rejoice and be glad in it. One more time. He is risen. He is risen Hallelujah.